Welcome to Journey to Attorney. My name is Elelion and this episode is literally me just sharing my journey to becoming an attorney and some of the challenges that I overcame to get here. And a quote that I'd like to share is one from Jim Rohn that says, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. And I love that quote just because looking back on my life and of course they say hindsight is 2020. <laughs> sorry I've always wanted to say that so I felt very cool saying it but honestly for real like looking back at my life I can say it wasn't necessarily the case that things got easier but rather I as a person got better so we'll start the story from 1994 <laughs> I'm kidding that's just when I was born although I was one of those babies who had difficulty at birth so at first the doctors thought I wouldn't be able to hear or see according to the test that they ran. However, here I am today, able to hear and see. So for that, I am extremely grateful. And just fast forwarding to my early childhood, I was in special needs classes, so like special ed. The teacher said I had dyslexia, possibly also ADHD, and I wasn't able to read until I was about seven going on eight. And in the end, it was my parents, my mum, took it upon herself to order phonics, those hooked on phonics cards from the US and teach me how to read herself. And for that, again, I'm extremely grateful because as a kid, it kind of made me sad to have to stay back and do extra classes when I wanted to go out on the playground and play with my friends. And I would remember being in regular class, thinking I was done on my way out and the teachers being like, um, no, not you, Elion, you've got another class to do. So again, I'm grateful that my parents helped me to catch up. And I'm just laying this foundation so that, you know, I wasn't one of those like genius kids who was able to read and write early or even at a regular time, according to the statistics. But I was somebody who had to work hard to get the things I wanted. And so if I can do it, you can too. And I know that sounds cliche, but that is the whole point of me sharing my story. So after that um, schooling system, I went to multiple schools, public schools, private schools, homeschool, and I ended up in a schooling system called Accelerated Christian Education. And the whole aim of that type of education was to encourage kids to one, set their own goals daily and weekly, and then two, work at their own pace. So although at this point I was still at the stage where I was trying to navigate the way my brain intakes information and also learn my learning style i was ignited like a fire was ignited in me when i realized that i could work at my own pace and essentially be done sooner so i worked very hard through that system and managed to graduate at the age of 16. however at that time there was no university that would accept me at that age so I went on to do a filler year, which was an A-level in law. So that's kind of like possibly a senior elective in high school. I'm not entirely sure, but I did that. And at that point, things were looking better. So I was getting 100% on test. I thought I had found my groove. And then I ended up getting accepted into a uni when I was 16 and then was allowed to start when I was 17. So I was born at the end of August and uni starts in September. So a few weeks after turning 17, I started. However, that jump from doing the accelerated system to then doing the um, A-level to going into doing a law degree was something that I didn't quite anticipate. 
I was extremely bamboozled by the level of work that was required of me in that degree and I just wanted to do well. I think I didn't want to be that kid who needed extra classes or the one who couldn't read well and or also just an alien. So backstory to the alien thing, I went to multiple schools as I said and in some of those schools instead of people calling me Elion, which is what most people call me, they called me alien. And so that wasn't very nice of them, but in my mind, I didn't want to be an alien. I just wanted to blend in, do well, and then get out. But it did um, become known that I was a younger student. And so that meant that people coined me as this child genius. So my temperament at the time and my inability to say no back then, I am working on it, meant that if people came to me for help, I was giving them help even though I was struggling on my own to try and do well in what I was doing for myself. So I was working in overdrive. I was working extremely hard. I had countless sleepless nights just because I wanted to help others, but also help myself at the same time. And I can say that it did help me in a way because imagine having to do someone else's work that may have been in a different topic and not necessarily do, but help. And my knowledge was expanding, but again, I was still trying to navigate how to intake all that law, the cases, the judge summaries, and then articulate it into a way that would get me a good grade on essays, papers, presentations, dissertations, exams. And so it was a real struggle for me at that time. But again, I felt like I had something to prove. And I don't know who I thought I had to prove something to, whether it was myself whether it was the world at large, I don't know, but I just really wanted to do well. And in the end, I did, I managed to get a first class law degree, which is the highest level of degree you can get in the UK. And I was also awarded by Oxford University with a prize for a 10,000 word legal dissertation, which blew me away because again, I was still trying to navigate and I was working hard. I wasn't working smart at that point. I was just working hard. So after that, I ended up doing uh, family law. I did the UK bar exam, which again, another beast in itself, and then was working in corporate. So I almost did away from the legal field and initially, actually, I wasn't going to do law. As a kid, I wanted to do something like cyber or tech or engineering. But because I was 16 and I hadn't given it much thought. Well, another thing is my family did say like, listen, you are a chatty girl. OK, you can talk like you might as well do law. And so I followed in my mum's footsteps and I was happy to do it. I was just a bit anxious about the level of reading that I knew would be required of me. So I ended up working in corporate and I was, you know, going away from the legal field. But then I was like, actually, let me get back to it. And I don't really know what possessed me. But then I decided to take on the New York bar exam. So I had it in my mind. OK, now I'm going to do the New York bar exam. I'll be OK. I can do this. And I did sit for the US bar exam, the US bar exam. And I did it um, not once. And <laughs> and not twice either um it also wasn't three times neither was it four okay so I sat for the New York bar exam five times okay before I passed and I can honestly say it was that point in my life that period of time that really shaped me into the person that I am today 
because one, I can also say I'm an excellent lawyer. Because of the amount of times I had to take the bar exam and retain all that information, I really know the law. But also, more importantly, it helped align me with my purpose, which I believe is to teach and lead and educate and impact and guide those coming behind me on their journeys. So, and also this journey that I speak of, this journey to attorney, is not one where I've arrived at some destination so to speak i am still learning and growing and getting wiser every day and hope to continue to do so because i've learned so much but there is still so much to learn so i do believe everything i went through put me in a position to be where i am today i'm also a bar exam coach so when students come to me and they're going through difficulties or they're making mistakes i can be like yo wait i've been there i've done that i can see where this is going this is what you have to do to fix it, this is how you get better. And so I guess I can't really be mad at all the things I went through. I mean, low-key, I'm like, some of it I feel like was a bit pointless, like, what was the reason? But no, truthfully, I feel like everything played a role one way or another. And again, that point in my life is what shaped me to be able to master the art of perseverance, master resilience, be a good steward of my time, work with intentionality and have a desire so strong for something that I was willing to do whatever it took to get there. And I do believe that without those challenges, I wouldn't be as strong as I am today. So I guess the lesson here is no matter what you're going through and whether you are a law student, you're going to take the bar exam or even just a random business owner listening to this podcast, I want you to know that you don't have to see giving up as an option. It's okay to pivot sometimes, it's okay to pause, it's okay to step back and reflect. But when you know what your purpose is and you know where you wanna be and who you wanna be, don't allow obstacles or challenges be the thing to stop you from getting there. So for example, when I was on like my third attempt at the exam, I was like, if I don't pass this time, I'm done. Like I am not doing this again, I'm doing something else. But then when I got there and <laughs> I didn't pass, something else was on my mind and that was, well, I've come this far. If I've come this far and I give up now, then everything that I went through would almost be for no reason. So that pushed me to keep going and just really learn about myself, really just find techniques and strategies and find ways to work smarter. So I was able to achieve the things that I've achieved today because I didn't give up. And I want to remind you that failure doesn't have to mean the end. Failure can almost be a virtue sometimes it can help you learn and grow so that you are much better than you would have been if you hadn't gone through those things so that is basically the essence of what i wanted to talk about today even if your journey is not smooth sailing it might not always be a walk in the park or a sail on the sea <laughs> i made that up but the point i'm trying to make is no matter what you're going through just look at the end goal and remember that Instead of you, and again, this goes back to the quote that I said at the beginning, life might not necessarily get easier. For me, I can say it didn't get easier, but what you should do instead and what I did was I looked within at the things and the ways I can improve myself to get better so that I was better equipped to deal with those challenges. So that's the essence of this episode. I hope it was helpful to someone. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Is this how you end a podcast? I'm not sure, but this has been episode one. 
Thank you for listening.